Okay, Royal Watchers, there's been a lot of speculation about whether or not Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are going to attend King Charles' upcoming coronation happening on May 6th. So, we're going to get some details with PhD candidate in early modern history at McMaster University, Justin Volk, who is joining the show. Justin, good to talk to you once again. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be back. Well, we're getting close now to the official coronation. And so, of course, there's lots of people wondering who exactly are we going to see, what's going to happen. Finally, we have some news about whether or not Prince Harry is going to attend. But first, I want to talk a little bit about the coronation itself, because the last time you and I chatted, we talked about the fact that no one really has seen one of these for many, many decades. So a lot of us aren't really familiar with how this all works. So can you describe sort of what's going to happen at King Charles' coronation? Well, there's going to be a whole lot of pomp and pageantry. They're going to go from Buckingham Palace in the really big, fancy gold um, state carriage that was used at the Queen's Jubilee. And they're going to go to the Abbey. And it's going to be all of the sort of pomp and pageantry of state you can imagine. All of the all of the anthems, the hymns, all of the celebrities, the government officials, and everyone's going to be in their finest jewels. You're going to see a whole lot of red coronation robes, crowns, tiaras, tuxedos, medals, all of that. They're going to have a bit of a streamlined ceremony where Charles is going to take an oath on behalf of Britain for Canada, all of the Commonwealth realms. He's going to actually have oil that's come from Jerusalem put on his head, on his chest, on his hands to anoint him as king. This is probably the most ancient part of the ceremony. Then everyone in the Abbey is going to cheer God save the king a couple of times, and then he's going to put on a new crown. It's going to be that big, giant state crown that everyone saw at the queen's funeral. And then there's going to be another big, long procession back to Buckingham Palace with all of sort of the cheering and the hoopla that everyone's expecting. I'm curious if there is going to be any acknowledgement of Queen Elizabeth II, or is this sort of about, look, this is King Charles' moment, he is, he is now the king, he's the monarch, we're just sort of putting, putting Queen Elizabeth now in, into the past, or will there be something to do with, with her legacy? It's highly unlikely there's going to be any acknowledgement of the past. The whole point of, the, of a coronation is the funeral, the mourning period for the last monarch has ended. This is about looking forward. This is about celebrating the new reign, about moving forward. So uh, it, typical protocol is they do not bring up the previous monarch. Now, some of this is going to be televised, right, Justin? Because I've seen even here in Edmonton, the Hotel McDonald is advertising that they're doing a, a high tea, sort of a brunch celebration, starting at four in the morning, our time here. So what can people tune in to actually watch? Is, is all of this going to be available for people to see or only some of it? Well, pretty much everything is going to be televised. Uh, we know that there's going to be news coverage starting probably at least a few hours before, if not longer, to be honest. Everything from the procession to the entire service and coming back to Buckingham Palace, and certainly everyone's going to be watching to see the royal family appear on the balcony. We haven't seen that in several years. The only thing we're not sure 
of how it's going to be shown is the moment where Charles is anointed with the oil. That is considered to be a sacred religious part of the service. When the queen was crowned 70 years ago, the cameras cut to a stained glass image. Um, There was a lot of resistance to showing that. It was considered disrespectful to, to show that on camera. So I think we can expect that there's there might be some cutting in and out at that moment but everything else we can expect to see in quite a bit of detail and of course a lot of people are going to be watching to see what the tension looks like when prince harry uh arrives or what that looks like obviously i mean these these are are royals that have been in these positions their entire lives so it's probably there's probably not going to be any drama that's going to be noticeable but a lot of eyes on him as of course you know he's been so vocal about leaving the royal family i I read the book spare i know that you have as well there's a lot of pretty um pretty pretty targeted statements in that book i mean the the lines are very clearly drawn uh between royals i don't think there's any bending fences so i'm really surprised that he's actually going to be there because i I would imagine that that would take some attention off of king charles are you surprised that he's going to make an appearance I'm not surprised at all, to be honest, Um, for a number of reasons. I mean, Charles does want his family there. He wants his kids there. He he has spoken about that. Um, It is technically Harry's right as the son of the king. It's an important moment for his father. It's an important moment in his family. The little the, the cynic in me though is also saying this is a publicity moment for Harry. To be quite right. honest, um, it is a way that it keeps him in the news cycle. It keeps him in the public conversation. There's an old expression that if things get any politer, there would be blood on the carpet, and I feel like that's kind of what it's going to be like here. And I I don't think we can expect a lot of smiling from Harry. I think this is going to be somebody who is not comfortable that he's there. And I think it's going to be very, he's going to be making it clear that he's not comfortable to be there. But I think that you make a really interesting point is that this might just be a way to sort of spin that narrative once again of look at my relationship with the royal family. It's bad. They're awful. And here's another here's another event that now I can speak about. And I'm not arguing that some of the situations were bad and that it's a really, you know, a very strange way to grow up, uh, you know, based on his outline of that in his book. But it, it does seem like this is going to be something that will become another talking point for him and i would be surprised if he doesn't take advantage of that 100 percent, and i don't think we're going to be seeing him well he certainly won't be getting included in appearing on the balcony from what we know he's just going for the service in the abbey that's it and i mean harry and megan have this reputation even in hollywood it's starting to emerge that nobody wants him around because He's got loose lips. People are afraid Mm. to talk around him because they're afraid it's going to show up in a special. It's going to show up in a publication. Nobody trusts that they can let a guard down around him. And, yeah, I think we need to have a degree of, of healthy skepticism about some of the actions here. I personally thought it was very strange that after all this time, a month before the coronation, they suddenly announced they want their children to have the royal titles um, because that certainly could have changed the power dynamic for them with the the coronation. We know that there have been 
um, negotiations between Harry's staff and Buckingham Palace. So I suspect there has been a lot of negotiating going on, a lot of back and forth, and probably Harry didn't get everything he wanted from Buckingham Palace. And so he's going by himself because that's kind of the best he was able to get out of them. And I think, I think they've been, they're being really strategic about what he will have access to. Justin, I have just a couple more questions for you. I want to talk about the fact that Meghan Markle isn't going to be attending, and now she's not Queen Consort. She'll be Queen Camilla. I need you to clarify this, but we do have to take sure. just a little break. So, Justin, if you'll just hang on for about three minutes, we'll come right back into this conversation talking about Prince Harry attending King Charles' coronation coming up on May 6th. Justin Volk is a PhD candidate in early modern history at McMaster University and an expert on the royals. We're going to get back into this conversation in three minutes on Chelsea on Chet. Talking with PhD candidate in early modern history at McMaster University, Justin Volk, about Prince Harry now confirmed to attend King Charles' coronation. But Justin, Prince Harry is not going to show up with Meghan Markle. That does not surprise me that she's not going to go. What's the reason that we're hearing that she's not going to attend? Well, I don't think we've actually heard an official reason, to, to be quite honest. I mean, other than the fact that they're saying she's staying home with their children. This is not really surprising. To me, I actually would have been stunned if she went. And yeah. a lot of people I talk to who are, who are working parents, for example, th this is not unusual. Like their son's birthday is the day of the coronation. And I totally get the fact that they they want to have or try to have a normal family. And so they still want to have their son's birthday. So this kind of divide and conquer strategy doesn't entirely surprise me. Yeah, and I, I think it would be highly uncomfortable for her to be there for her, for everyone else involved, and you know, I think even for the British public, I don't know that the appetite would would really be there. That, I think, would certainly pull some attention from King Charles. I would imagine that even if she wanted to go, that would be like hotly contested. Yeah, I'm not even sure uh, how warmly Harry is going to be received. Um, yeah. I, I think that in and of itself is going to pull some, some attention. Um, I suspect Harry probably wanted her to go with him, but it, it probably there was a lot of negotiating, and it, I think it has worked out best for everybody that it, it's, it is the way it is. So another question that I have for you is about now the title that, um, that Camilla will get. She's now no longer Queen Consort. She'll now be officially Queen. Was Queen Consort always a temporary title? So the funny thing is uh, that every wife of a king is a queen consort every single one of them but oh. they just they just refer to them as queen what they did here with camilla was uh because the queen had ruled for 70 years to to then have camilla right away being referred to as the queen it would have caused a lot of confusion it probably would have caused a lot of administrative confusion and, and they experienced this when Queen Victoria died back in 1901. She had been the queen for 60 years. So when her son and, and his wife came to the throne, it was administrative chaos. The mail system, the, the royal households were all a mess. So I think this was largely just to be able to keep it clear right now. When we're talking about the queen during this period, we mean the late queen Elizabeth. And the queen consort is a way to distinguish Camilla. But really, she has been the queen ever since September. Okay. Okay, Justin, thank you for clarifying that. And thank you so much for your great perspective this afternoon. I really appreciate your time. Always a pleasure.
Justin Volk, as we said, is a PhD candidate in early modern history at McMaster University and an expert in all things royal. So the queen, the queen, the king's coronation, I'm so used to it. King Charles' coronation is happening on May 6th, so it's coming up, and Prince Harry now confirmed to attend, obviously, no surprise, without Meghan Markle. 